Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast, November the 2nd. And welcome. I'm glad that you've come along this morning. Had a wonderful Monday. Going to be a cool Tuesday here. And uh, we're just uh, quite a bit cooler than what we normally are. Okay. Um, you know, it kind of it gets cool, then it gets warm. We'll warm up here somewhere towards the end of the week and get back, back to a little bit more normal weather. But, um, but I'm excited about serving God another day and certainly thrilled about that. Hey, let me encourage, if I can, go to, um, go to my bookstore, my brand new bookstore, oldpazbookstore.com. And um, let me encourage you. There's two books I want to um, promote. I'd like you to just look at. One's The Pathway to Financial Stability. In this book, I deal with a lot of things that I think you'll find to be helpful to you. Credit worthy name, value of money, obligations before once, um, living the simple life, thorns and snares, something that steals your money. Are you a servant or a ruler to your money? Know the state of your flock. Several things inside of this book you'll find to be helpful. Then one of my newest books, The Christian Way. I would encourage every believer to get this book right here. I talk about how to have a Christian wedding, how to have a Christian um, um, funeral. Um, I know we don't like to talk about that. Um, here we are, the Christian holidays and vacations. They're coming up here, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Now, how can you keep Christ inside of these, these things? If you go to the opazbookstore.com, you can order these books and we can get them to you here in the next couple of weeks. I encourage you, if you can, get them. They will be a great help to you. And um, share it, would you, with somebody else, the, um, the, the pastor's podcast, I'd certainly appreciate that. I think it'd be a help to you and to those who watch and listen. Today, though, let's talk about it a little bit about avoiding the temptation trap. I mean, Mark chapter 14 and verse 38, the scripture says, watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. Peter and the rest of the disciples had a desire to do right. But listen, their desire did not turn into action. Instead, their desire to do right turned to inaction, which resulted in their yielding to temptation. Now, when Jesus found the disciples sleeping while he was praying, he woke them up and he warned them about the impending temptation that they faced. Jesus knew that they needed this time of prayer to avoid succumbing to the temptation that they're about to face. Now, I seriously believe that you that you have a desire to do right. I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast or watching the podcast um, if you had no desire to do right. Um, your desire, the sad part is, sometimes your desire hasn't always caused you to do right. Now, desire is good, but turning the desire into right is what you want. Have you ever found yourself spiritually sleeping at the moment that you should have been doing something for God. Have you ever noticed that temptation always follows those moments when you were spiritually sleeping? Now you can avoid sense temptation. In the verse I just read to you, Jesus shows the believer how they can avoid the temptation trap. Now, let me point out Jesus' remedy in avoiding temptation. First, realize the weakness of your flesh. My friend, you are a sinner, and sinners have a propensity to sin. Jesus said the flesh is weak. It doesn't matter how long you've been saved. 
your flesh will always be weak. Being overconfident in the ability of your flesh to do right always leads to surrendering to sin's temptation. Everybody who's listening to me right now, every person who is saved has a has the propensity, has the, um, 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 what should I say, the availability and probably will sin. We all sin every day. And we've got to understand our flesh is weak. And if you don't understand that, you will be overcome by sin. So, so first, you got to realize the weakness of your flesh. Second, realize the your inability to overcome temptation by yourself. You need help. And that help is God's Holy Spirit. So many people try to fix their flesh themselves and fail because flesh cannot fix the flesh. Only the Holy Spirit can fix the flesh. So as long as you depend on your flesh to fix the flesh, you're going to continue to fail um, because you because you, because temptation cannot be overcome through your own power. I hear people often say, well, I've got to fix myself first. You can't fix yourself first. You need God to help you. Yes, you have to, you have to have the desire. Yes, you have to make that decision. But you have to understand you need the help of the Holy Spirit. Third, realize that you have a will to decide to say no to temptation. Now, the Spirit will help you overcome temptation. But you're the one that has to say no. The Holy Spirit won't force you to do right. Um, you have, you have, he leads you to do right. But at the end of the day, you have to choose to do right. You have to say no to the flesh. Say yes to the Holy Spirit. You have to say no to staying home from church. You have to say yes to the Holy Spirit to go to church. I know it's not always easy. I know you fight the flesh, but you got to say yes to the Holy Spirit. You got to say no to um, your vice. You got to say yes to the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to do that vice. You got to say no to lying. You got to say yes to the Holy Spirit. Tell the truth. No matter what your temptation is, you got to yield to the Holy Spirit. Fourth, realize that temptation is everywhere. You have to be on alert that temptation is at every corner, my friend. The reason Jesus warned the believer to watch lest you enter into temptation is because he knew that temptation was everywhere. You need God's help to keep you from where temptation could appear. Um, you could you you have to guard yourself from the pre, from the from the appearance of temptation. Um, if you know that you'll be tempted to do wrong in a certain place, avoid it. To go to where you know sin, where sin's temptation is going to be present is like walking into a den of hungry lions. You're not going to make it. To walk where you know that temptation is present is to have too much confidence in your flesh's ability, which is detrimental to you overcoming sin. Fifth, pray that you don't enter into temptation. Um, Jesus says, pray that you, he, he tells us, and in, in, in when he was teaching us how to pray, he, he commands us, says, pray that you enter not to temptation. Why? You've got to realize the seriousness of the hour and ask God to help you from that moment of temptation. Now, prayer is a believer's tool that causes temptation to flee. If the believer will pray at, temp, at the moment that temptations appear appears. Prayer is temptation's repellent. You could overcome your propensity to falling to sin's temptation if you stop at the moment that temptation appeared. Stop depending 
on your flesh. And you strengthen your spirit through prayer. My friend, that's the secret to overcoming temptation. You say, preacher, that sounds so easy. It really is that easy, but it's not that easy because we have this flesh we have to deal with. I hope that you, whatever you're, whatever you normally, come, um, whatever normally overcomes you, hope you take what I've just given you. And I hope that you'll take this and that you'll apply this to your life and do what is right. Let me say good morning, Karen Mallory. I'm glad that you're home from the hospital. Been praying for you. To Miss Debbie Davis, I hope that you're doing well. And let's also give a shout out to two of my young men out driving home from Illinois to Brother Mark Trimble and, and my son-in-law, um, Brother Randy Hall. I hope that you all have safety on your way home. Pray for them, would you? They did an all-nighter driving to Illinois. They'll be driving back right now here in just the next few minutes. Pray for them if you would. And remember today, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.